0: You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show.
1: you found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Here
2: we come. Welcome, down the street. Get the funniest works from Everyone we meet Hey, hey, we're the monkeys And people say we're monkeying around But we're too busy singing
0: to Join the conversation You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT 754-800-2428 On Twitter, at TaxiStandHour From a pay phone, Collect. I have no more than I did before, but now
2: I've got all that I need. For I love you, and I know you love
3: me.
1: And good morning, everybody. Welcome aboard. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on radio. Bye. For this uh, Sunday, December twelfth of twenty twenty one, from the makes dot com studio in in Minnesota, I am John Shannon, and from the Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens.
4: York, it is the one only in Fat
1: Ness. Good
4: morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens, and unfortunately, we're down a monkey this week. Uh, Mike Nesmith passed at the ripe old age of 78. Uh, I we're down, th- we're down three monkeys now. Mickey Dolenz is the only one left. That aside, uh, we trust you've all had a had a fantastic week. Uh, things are going well as we uh, ramble into the Holiday season here. We got a few things to talk about today, not the least of which is the health and well being of this guy to my uh, immediate left. Uh, he's not feeling so well today. He's got a stuffy nose.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I, let's, let's put it this way it feels more like death warmed no over.
4: <laughs> but it gives you that ideal radio voice.
1: Oh, you you know it. Your voice is down there.
4: Your voice is down there in the basement.
1: Has nothing on me. (laughs) I'm sure eventually I will get somewhat cleared out and cleaned out here, and I'll I'll, uh, lose my uh, puberty. And uh, also,
3: i like, this you get here. before
4: the end of the day, I promise. (laughs) We're we're counting on it. We. So So we. uh, Yeah. I opened the window influenza. So I yeah, closed I the I, w- I closed the window to avoid the draft.
1: You know that you know what's so funny? The funniest
4: part about that whole thing is
1: is when I told you uh,
4: John sent I, me uh, John sent me a text with that I uh, I opened the window and influenza. And I thought he was just doing a joke, so I yeah. sent him. I sent him back a reply. I closed the window to avoid the draft, which was a pretty common joke back in the sixties and seventies. But he had to be there mm-hmm. anyway.
1: And so, uh, and then we were talking a little bit last night, and the uh, oh, you really are sick.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: Unfortunately, I have not been acting like a sick person. You know, unfortunately, things still have to uh, things still have to happen. I still have to uh, I still have to work. You know, I thank God I still have all my COVID masks and a fresh uh, can of Lysol. There you go, life is and a, good. And an open window. So uh, we were. Uh, um, you were uh, doing the best we could. You're plugging away, but I, after the show today, I have no reason to even sit and watch TV today. The Vikings uh, played on Thursday, so I won't even be sitting and watching football. I will be, I will be uh, in my fetal uh, position here <laughs>
4: in roughly
1: two hours and fifteen minutes.
4: Right, and I don't even get to watch the Dolphins today. They're off. They're off today too. This, this is the final bye week. This is the latest a bye week has ever been in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The Colts are off. I think there's four teams off today. But I know I know the Dolphins are off, and then we uh, we come back next week with the Jets at home, and then we Monday night against the Saints. So it's uh, things are looking pretty good, and we'll get a little bit more into football in hour two. Uh, let's get this out of the way uh, before we get into anything else. you know i was thinking and uh uh, the dead segments uh the the birthday segment which i used to enjoy but you know you you hated it for some reason and it was your segment it was your bit i was thinking about that this morning we might have to revise that
1: yeah yeah it depends you know here's the thing here's the thing with that so let's go ahead and get. Let's go get uh, right. the markets out of the way. All right.
4: It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by nobody unlike the studio in Minnesota. Uber closed the week at thirty-five eighty-five, up eighty-two cents. And the shocker of the week: Lyft closed the week at thirty-nine fifty-one. Up, are you ready for this hold on to your hats four cents this has been the radio Tfi market watch now back to John and the she makes us laugh.com studio ah, I missed
1: it it makes me laugh by the way
4: hey, look I was trying to squeeze it in let's talk about that <laughs>
1: see what happens when you try to
4: squeeze things well, in. well it's you know you can't put a a, a piece of cooked spaghetti into a Anyway, it isn't as easy as it used to be to squeeze things in. It is not. It is not. Yeah. So let's let's start right there with the Choletta uh, Makes Me Laugh Dot com. Makes Me Laugh Dot com studio. studio. Look, you, you already blew wow. the intro on it.
1: How did I, I did not? How did I you? You didn't
4: mention it in the intro. Yes, I did. Did you? I wasn't yes, paying I did. attention. I'll uh, check the tape head. I
1: understand you only have one channel working one as channel. far as your sound is concerned. <laughs> you better turn your headphones around to the to the video.
4: Maybe that's the problem.
1: <laughs> that could very well be.
4: But let's talk but, about that.
1: Well, listen. You know, this was just something that um, a lot of radio stations do this with different sponsors and whatnot. And I want to make something very clear right off the top. There is no. Uh, no money changing hands whatsoever in this situation. This is something that I decided, to, just a little, just a token. This is just something that I just thought, what could I do? You know, I can't sing. I can't dance. Too sick for any romance. You can't so, read. Can't read. Well, there you go. There's that. <clears throat> There's that. So what can i what can i do and that uh, turns out to be something that hey i can put that tag on i wanted to make sure i had Shaletta's blessing to do that i didn't mm-hmm. want to just because you know we can get a little nutty sometimes and after a while you uh, you you hope that you can maintain at
4: least somewhat of a standard oh goodness you know, that's <laughs> what i've been trying to do for 5 years and meanwhile motormouth over here is is letting f bombs fly and well, it, you know, Shaletta will tell you. I Shaletta
1: will tell you herself. She's not exactly. She doesn't exactly have the uh, the uh, softest of tones herself. If you've
4: ever. I I appreciate that, and but she also has learned to self discipline because she's on the radio.
1: She's not. Yeah, when she's on the radio, she's she's very. <laughs> She's very self-disciplined when it comes to that. And I, I will guarantee you. I will guarantee you that it it, it gets a little bit. Uh, things get a little bit more open uh, on her uh, on her podcasts. Okay, so. But th- that all that uh, all that notwithstanding, it, I just felt like it was one little way. For us to reach out, um, I I love what Shaletta's doing. She is she she keeps things real. She could be she could be a, a soft spoken, uh, uh, mealy mouse type person who who is just doing what she has to do to get by and and advance her career within. Celestial radio. But she, no, she, she, when she gets on her show every, each and every week uh, on, on CCO, she turns.
2: Minnesota's W-C-C-O. Thanks
1: for the warning. Yeah,
4: uh, you're welcome.
1: No, she 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 exactly tells it like it is on that show each and every week, uh, and it might even been at her. You know, because she gets. Oh, I, I, swear, I swear to God, God and there are some people I've haven't seen it personally, but I have heard of some of the hate mail that she gets at WCCO. Because let's face it, for the longest time, WCCO radio was. Nothing more than a bunch of old stodgy white guys. Um, it was getting to the point where I was getting bored with it, to be honest with you. Uh, and good morning, Rolando, in his infinite, hu- uh, infinite humor. There, uh, unlike, unlike yourself, uh, Johnny. Well, we know you're full of BS there, but. Uh, no, my my point with that is that she could have taken a route that would have been a lot more uh, subtle, a lot more, you know. Just you know, well, I'll, I'll read news, weather, and sports, sports and, what and what have you, and she'll sure. she could have gotten by, and she's very talented, so she wouldn't have had to have. Uh, she wouldn't have had to have worried but she decided that she had her spot, she had her show, she was going to keep it real. And I, and I appreciate that. I love listening to her on Saturday uh, Saturday mornings. Um, and I invite everybody to go to uh, ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com uh, with her, not only her, but a group of very talented podcasters and talking about a, a wide array of subjects. One of the things, one of her pet projects right now is uh, is autism. She has, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken here, because it happens quite a bit, I believe that three of her four children are on the spectrum. It, it is indeed three. And the it is... Um, <coughs> Excuse in, me. Unless, unless you have a child that's on the spectrum um Granny Annie worked with children on the spectrum and um you don't know you just don't know until you actually have a child how difficult and how challenging that can be in just uh, just going through your daily lives so I invite you to check it out com, and uh
4: and that's the name People. of our that's the name of our uh, northern command studio well we still refer to it as the northern command studio uh, <clears throat> you know I, <clears throat> I,
1: made
4: trip on
1: my tongue. I made trip on my tongue it's been known to happen
4: because I like that name I'm not saying I don't dislike the cha makes me laugh.com. it's not really a mouthful to say studio but yeah. I, I do like northern command mm-hmm. Studio. But uh makes it sound like we're dug in like we're an army. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm playing army again. I'm six years old again.
1: By the way, seven five four eight zero zero chat, seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. That's the number if you'd like to join into our little uh, fray here.
4: You only need half uh, a thought today because I can only hear half of what's going on. Oh, yeah. For some reason, for some reason today, my computer has decided only to feed out one channel to me. Excuse me. So, I'm only hearing in my left ear. And, uh, it's, I mean, it's not impossible to work with. It's just a little, I'm used to stereo and hearing everything and hearing the golden tones of one John. Look at me now, Shannon. (laughs) Well... Uh, so when do I get start, my... When when do I get my sponsor from my studio? Ever you come up with it. I gotta get it myself. I did. I'm struggling to sponsor the, uh... The Market Watch. And you're no help.
1: Oh, well, what can I say?
4: You're no help. Uh... uh I'm I don't know from, if you, I, Go if, ahead.
1: If you should talk to, uh...
4: Uh, talk to Curry talk to by the way I've been speaking of Curry which is an app a delivery app for people delivering real things Uh, depending on your vehicle you can have any type of vehicle our good friend Steve Johnson works with them and uh, I know John downloaded and signed up on the app I signed up as well while I'm not taking work uh I do get offers and uh not not unappealing offers. And some of us to deliver stuff too, so hey, hey you now. I've but, gotten I came close
1: to taking one from them that would have fit nicely in my little in in my schedule. Unfortunately what happens with them is, is a lot of times uh you know, I never get anything on the weekend. And that's when I'd be more than likely to take it right. I don't get any uh I don't get any offers during the, like slow times with the with the cab, and I just i don't I'm not going to trade one for the other
4: right. Well, you've also got to keep in mind our particular markets may not be as busy yet very true. I mean, again, I see it about every week or so. The other day, I had about three or four different offers, and the offers will update. I've had, I've seen one where it updated about four different times, and it uh, by the time it was all said and done, I think it had doubled in price, doubled in the offer. So nobody well, dreamed the original offer, so they just kept up in the price. They Is kept up the in, up in the price, yeah, yeah, and. You know so there's uh again hard to judge based on the fact that my particular market and i'm not taking the work we we again we we signed up for the curry app uh the a suggestion of steve johnson because we we uh we were on his show he was on our show and uh just just to be able to, to speak about it and, and a little bit i see it's there seems to be. I, I, when they start penetrating more markets, uh, I, I think this might be something. If you have a, a cargo van or a pickup truck or or something like that, and you're not really into picking up passengers, this could actually be something. You know, you're, you're not delivering people's hot pockets or, or anything like that. This is real stuff that needs to get to real people. And businesses are using it to fill the gaps in their deliveries, uh, especially last mile deliveries. Uh, they get it off the truck to their store. And now they got to get it. it. It's too big to send one one of the salesmen out with it, but it's too small to hire a real big truck. So I I, I see the potential for this. The nice part
1: about it is is that, uh, and this is what got me. You don't touch it. If you get sent right. to uh, some place to pick up something, it is loaded for you. When you get to your destination, it is unloaded. You drive. You. Period. And that, well, I tell you, uh, our, our friend, uh, our friend Rolando, uh, he works for he uh, works uh, as a truck driver for a uh, food delivery, mm-hmm. and. I he has to unload everything he's that's his baby he uh I'm assuming loads but he also unloads when he gets to his various stops and mm-hmm. that has uh, I've been a little bit since I've actually talked to him in person but uh I know the wear and tear he talks
4: about on his body when it comes oh. to oh sure and uh, oh sure and you know, look, okay. we, we we could go into that, but anyway, get it just sticking to the. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, but yeah, I've been getting stuff on the curry, and I could see where uh, it's feasible. Again, a particular market needs to. This particular market, I guess, needs to be bumped up a little bit more. But anyway, that's uh, that's just a little something. There's your little ad. Uh, I don't. Maybe I'll just nah i'll keep looking for a sponsor for the for the market watch but how about how about how about lift up four cents four pennies four pennies baby i better i better jump on that while it's still hot i'll tell you what i'll tell you what so uh we've lost three people this week it's the celebrity trio uh, we lost Mike Nesmith of the Monkees. We lost Senator Bob Dole. And I just found out this morning we lost author Anne Rice. Some may not think she's a celebrity, but she is a person of note. She's a notable person. Okay. So, uh, now let's
1: talk real real briefly about uh, the uh, numbers of people who were killed this weekend. Uh, oh, my. Uh, with those storms that uh, rolled through your I wanted to, and I do plan on having a little bit of humor again with, uh, with our friend Shaletta about uh, something semi-related to this, but the, uh, the south end of this, uh, of this storm f- uh, system that rolled through uh, Missouri, Arkansas, uh, Illinois, and Kentucky raised some serious havoc. Uh, there were reports that there was one storm cell in particular that traveled some 200 miles Uh, Kentucky is in oh my god horrible shape um,
4: they've lost like 400 people it's a shame it's uh I mean it is
1: I can't even do the stories I've seen on Twitter I've seen uh several uh stories on Twitter where different politicians, Rand Paul, uh, one of the, uh, and also one of the um, unnamed um, congressmen from Kentucky, all screaming for help now, and, and rightfully so. I can't even bring it to, I can't even bring myself to dwell on the fact that these individuals have said, oh, no, 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 when it comes to helping other places, other disaster we have to be better than that I don't even want to consider the idea of how politicians in the state of Kentucky because um, that's part of the problem with Kentucky to begin with is their politicians they're well yeah. they keep sending to, uh, they keep sending to office but that notwithstanding um, Kentucky needs your help right now so uh, if you I haven't seen anything as far as officially from the Red Cross or the other organization but if you can uh, find it in your heart to send a little something something to the Red Cross to get to go to uh, go towards helping the people in Kentucky uh, and uh, not like Kentucky got the worst of it but uh, like I said there's also Arkansas there was uh Illinois, I understand there was a, a death in, in Illinois as well from this. So, well,
4: if you help, if you help the Red Cross, that help goes out across where it's needed. It, it's, so it's,
1: it gets it gets spread exactly where it's needed. Exactly, and, you're absolutely so
4: right. Do what you can when you can. Uh, every little, literally every little bit helps. So, uh, speaking uh-huh. of Rand Paul, uh, he popped up this week. Uh, it's an amusing little bit here, I want to play just a few seconds.
5: And we are complicit. We are arming the Saudis and allowing this to happen. Offensive, defensive, they shouldn't get any of our weapons. We should stop selling them any weapons until they stop starving the
0: country of Yemen. President, I, I find myself in a somewhat uncomfortable and unusual uh, position uh, of agreeing with Senator Paul
2: I,
1: you know I hate to say it but i I'm right with there with Bernie Sanders.
4: <laughs> it's uncomfortable. I agree I agree with Bernie but he's not wrong in that particular case that that's one for you, Rand Paul. that's one out of Rand Paul right now just worry about your constituents. Uh, put your partisan politics aside and worry about your people. That's uh, and, that's uh and
1: to be fair from what I understand, he is. well, that's good but from what i seeing, from what I'm seeing every everybody right now is focused on the state um, as as well they should be uh, and, and unlike unlike uh, uh, Ted Cruz in Texas, who pisses off the can after everything happens there. Ted Cruz but, go fuck yourself pretty much. So <laughs> now, our hearts uh, our hearts and minds are, are with the folks in Kentucky. It's going to take a long time to get things built back up,
4: but uh, they'll do it. They'll do it. They'll get uh So, let's move on. Uh John, I am going to I watched these two clips and as you folks know, we like to play a lot of clips every week and what we do is uh, we both, you know, pull stuff that we like, and then I clean them up just to make them presentable for broadcast. Um, so there's these two clips here uh, that the Bobert and with the Nitwit Rittenhouse, and I really have no idea what they're about. So John, I'll, I'll let you. I, I'm really not sure well, what's going on with those clips. Which one?
1: Which one, which which direction you go first?
4: Let's go with Bobert.
1: Okay, let's go
4: ahead and go with Bobert. I'm going to play it first, or? Yeah. Yeah, we'll.
3: We have some serious crisis, crises that are taking place in our country that are completely unnecessary. We have wars that are taking place in the Middle East now that is completely unnecessary. We had peace in the Middle East. And now, I serve with the Jihad Squad, who refuses to stand with and bless
4: Israel. real oh that's why right, right because she keeps using that inane phrase it's, yes that's uh and that's
1: a that's a direct shot at uh, Minnesota representative
4: excuse me Elon Elon uh, uh anyway. She keeps keeps taking the same shot, this jihad squad, which, you know, she already has been called out for making up a a completely fabricated story. I guess every fabricated story would be completely made up, but about this encounter in an elevator, which did not happen. And, you know, she's the kind of person that annoys the living daylights out of me because she will, you know... Behind people's backs, she makes all these comments, but wouldn't dare do it to somebody's face. So,
1: oh, oh, absolutely. Uh,
4: wow. Now, what about this? Uh, oh, oh
1: Rittenhouse.
4: Rittenhouse. Should I play it, or do you want to talk about it first?
1: Yeah, go ahead and play this first.
0: Are you going to sue the pants off the media? That's what I want to know. Um, we're going to
5: focus on our one fight we're dealing with right now. The guy who's been lying, Lynn Wood and John Pierce. We're gonna focus on them right now, but maybe down the line in the future. We don't know yet, but we're gonna focus on those liars.
4: Lynn hey. Wood.
0: Lynn Wood's not
4: good. old Rittenhouse there, and I
1: trust him about as far as I can throw him. But right now he is working on damage control as far as his uh his brand. He 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 sees a chance. He sees that he's got a little celebrity now. He's uh, he's been acquitted of murder. He's got himself a little celebrity. He's uh, he's on his little uh, talking uh, uh, talking circuit.
4: His redemption tour.
1: Yeah, there there you go. And all of a sudden, he is picking picking on the. Uh, the seditionists the ones that uh, are behind and backing the um insurrection and it's all because it's it's just a matter of survival for him he figures this is the best route that he can take he goes phew I, I, i'm not going to be somebody's uh Prison bitch. Mm-hmm. So now I'm gonna now I'm gonna try to redeem my uh, redeem myself redeem my name. So now he's going out and chasing after Trump loyalists, and um, I don't trust him. I don't trust him at all. So so what if he calls uh, Linwood a liar? Uh, that's you know that's kind of like saying that, that the sky is uh, the sky is blue and the sun is shining in Arizona. Uh, we know that. We obviously know that. We don't need this little this little uh, uh, wannabe uh, redneck Rambo to all of a sudden change his spots and decide that he's uh, going to call out these people. There's enough people calling out Lin Wood and, and that uh, squad of people that uh, are spreading the lies about the election. So we... Uh, uh, go find another tree to jump on or jump in front of. For mm-hmm.
4: and Lynn yeah. Lynn Wood is a certified nutcase anyway, and he, he's not a journalist. So that's uh, well. That's yeah. There. There's always that. Uh, yeah. But keep in mind, what apparently young Mister Rittenhouse is forgetting. Remember all that. You know, you, you, you want you, you're there supposedly with your proud boys and all that who are fighting for freedom and free speech. Well, guess what? You're a public figure now. People get to say stuff about you, and most of it you're not going to like. And uh, too bad. It's just it. too bad. You can't, you know, uh, you think you're hot stuff now. You know, you're being coddled by the, uh, by the radical right. But these days are going to end. And uh, there's going to come a time you will pay the price for what you did, sir. There are two people dead and one injured. Because you, you were a kid with a toy. Anyway, uh, speaking of people shooting stuff up, I want to play this ad. I believe we played it a while back. But I came across it again, and it never goes out of style. If you're listening on the the radio, uh, you'll get the gist of it just from the audio. And for those of you watching at home or wherever you may be, uh, it's uh, just take a watch. Take a listen.
0: These new sneakers are just what I need for the new year. This jacket is a real must-have.
5: My parents got me the skateboard I wanted. It's pretty cool.
0: These scissors really come in handy in art class. These colored pencils, too. These new socks?
4: They can be a real lifesaver.
2: I finally got my own phone to stay in touch with my mom.
4: Pretty, uh pretty upsetting uh for those of you who did not see the visuals for every one of these uh the innocuous statements made by these kids for instance the the first kid talking about his new sneakers he's running from a school shooter all of them are involved in a school shooting young lady uh talking about her jacket is using it to to tie closed some doors kid with the skateboard uses the skateboard to bust out a window etc etc the last young lady is hiding in a bathroom texting her mother that she loves her and when you finally hear the door open and footsteps come in and uh why are our kids living like this why do we allow this why 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 i i why i mean the school shootings are up again we we just had one a couple of weeks ago in michigan I I don't understand it. I don't understand it. All of you patriots out there, all of you, oh, freedom, America, America's great, blah, blah, blah. And and yet, you don't think twice about, about our babies being shot and killed. The worst thing I had to do as a kid was being in Midtown Manhattan in the 60s, we did have air raid drills. And we would have to occasionally climb under the desk and every day at noon a siren went off they tested it every day at high noon uh you could hear it literally all across the city uh but that was a threat against us as a people not shooting little ones and uh Uh, the sad part about that is
1: is that uh uh you think about what they did when, when you, we never, we never went through that. I, I, a, a couple years removed uh, from that when I was going to school. Our biggest things were fire drills and, and tornado drills every once in a while. I don't believe we ever had one of those, like an air raid drill. Mm-hmm. But um, so, but I don't think that kids. I think, I don't know how, I don't know how it was. Because I never experienced one, but I think for the most part, having something like that was almost just kind of a nice little break from the, from the doldrum of, of a normal of a school day. It wasn't. Uh, the, you don't, the, the, air raid drills, you don't think so?
4: No. No? No. Were you in real, I mean, honestly, you were, were you in real fear? Well, it was a it was a reality. Again, we were in Midtown Manhattan. If they were gonna, you know, we were just a just a mile from the Empire State Building, which at the time, that probably would have been the target. You know, so
1: yeah. But no, I I just don't
4: think it compares to the fear that that kids are dealing with today. No, 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 no. This is a, look, if if an air raid or something like that were to happen, yeah, again, this would have been the entire city involved. Yeah. Here you have one of your your peers. Again, look at this situation in, uh, what was it, Oakland, Michigan. Uh, There's that video of the kids in the classroom. And only yeah. the kid is uh, the shooter is pretending to be one of the sheriff's deputies, and only because he slips up and uses the word bro, and that tipped off at least one of the kids, uh, and they all got out. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh, anyway. Yeah, that's uh...
1: <sighs> and look at and and there are so many ways that could have been prevented. And I congratulations on uh congratulations to the uh prosecutors there for for rounding up uh God Oh jeez what what the what the heck was their uh I don't name it uh,
4: I, I don't remember I don't
1: remember I don't wanna know and uh something or other uh, but uh yeah that um yeah, I am so happy that they are being charged uh, with, along with everybody else. Uh, along, excuse me, along with the, the kid. I'm happier than hell that that
4: they are being charged uh, as uh, as well. There. So. Guns are not toys. A handgun is not designed to be a gift for a 15 year old.
1: No, uh, absolutely not. Excuse me. Now you know it's, it's it's funny. It's not funny, but it's it's just I had to I had to go and look and, and get the name James and Jennifer Prumbly. Okay. And if that if that name does not scream white trash, I, I, uh, <laughs>
4: well, don't come on. You know, let, let's let's not go picking on names now. It, it they could have been anybody. The name I'm could have sorry. been their name could have been Wentworth. All right, let's not do that. They're white trash for sure, and actually, that's an insult to white trash. We're not hearing you, John.
1: I said you have a good point there. Oh,
4: now I hear you.
1: Now I hear you. So seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. That's the number if you want to join on board in this conversation. Um, let's cleanse the palate just a little bit no, I was let's just thinking over. of that um, I want to go back to that uh, that storm that okay. raised havoc in uh, across the midsection of the country we already told you about what happened on the south side of that uh, storm system let's talk for a minute or two what happened on the north side of that uh, system, system that dumped anywhere up to twenty inches of snow in the Twin Cities region. There was a small oh. band. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a small band. Uh, the the official total at uh, MSP Airport was. 11 i sell eleven and a half, 11 and a half or something to that effect
4: john are we Which gonna is, see th- are we gonna see that video of you uh shoveling out the driveway and and for your neighbors as well and doing the whole street because that's the kind of guy you are yeah, yeah right <laughs> I, i'm glad you brought that up
1: because so the night is the night uh, just before it started snowing uh I, I don't mention him much but I have a friend uh works the same company as I do his name is Ken Ken Coons yeah oh hardly
4: you know Ken all forgiven. Um, come home
1: anyways uh he's he called me up and he said by the way I just bought a snowblower. i will I will come down and I will I will take care of your driveway, and I—you're not going to drive. He's—he's—he literally lives about thirty miles away from me. Uh, but uh, no, no. I'll tell you what. All you got to do is—is is give me some gas. Give me some gas money. So, okay, fair, fair enough. So he—he uh, he came down. Uh nice power nice Briggs and Stratton engine uh snowblower to hell with these uh electric uh uh snowblowers. I have a neighbor that has an electric snowblower and he pooped out two batteries just, just getting half of his driveway.
4: Uh, I, to- I have a I have a question, John. Uh how is it you live in Snowmageddon land and you do not have a snowblower.
1: Because I don't know that to, to be brutally honest with you. And uh I when we first moved here, when we first all moved into this house, we talked about getting a snowblower. Um we couldn't uh, we couldn't get all the parties to agree to chip in on one and what have you. Um and it just got to the point where well i think I, there's I,
4: was, I think there's a pretty simple solution to that the parties who don't want to chip in for it get a shovel
1: and and they had been. You know, okay. been i'm not gonna uh i'm not gonna uh uh not gonna lie i don't do a lot of i wasn't doing a whole lot of shoveling i know i'm just
4: messing with you
1: and um but uh so nonetheless he came and, and uh shovel or blew us all out there with his, with his snowblower. Uh but we had right in front of our front window here, we had fifteen inches of, wow. uh, of snow. And our dear friend Shaletta, this this brings this uh I finally get to have a little bit of fun here. Well, well, well. With my dear, with my dear Shiletta. she has been talking about how she wants. She's ready for Minnesota. She she got on her uh, her on her show. She was actually filling in for. Um, she was filling in for uh, Chad Hartman on Friday, the day that the snow was coming down, and she was oh oh you Minnesota. How come we're closing schools? How come we're closing schools early? She got uh, part of why are we closing uh, remote learning uh, early? Uh, she was all on that, and I, and she was talking. Oh, where's our hardy, tough Minnesotans? We embrace this. We embrace this. And then the subject got up. Got to, she got to talking to somebody about ice fishing and being on the ice, and. Our dear our, our dear Shaletta who is embracing Minnesota wants us to be tough Minnesotans and and brave this snow. She's never she won't go out on the ice.
4: <laughs> she won't go out. That the a ice. girl. That a girl. <laughs> Look, she's smart. She uh she wants the rest of you tough Minnesotans to go out and shovel the path and so she so she like the queen she is can get out there and survey all that is hers. She is not designed. She is not built for snow shoveling. She is she is designed for overseeing and and making sure that the world goes according to her plan. Which will benefit you and the rest of you pee on Minnesotans, you take care of her, she will take care of you. I think that pretty much sums it up
1: well and to and to be very to to be very transparent uh i a few times when I was younger, I went out on uh you know I thought I was going to try to to uh ice fish, I think I tried it as, as uh <laughs> early is like when i was 13 years old or something like that and i tried it once and that was enough for me I, I, uh,
4: well first off wouldn't you have to be into fishing for starters that, that, that's 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 part of it fishing you know
1: for me fishing is a fool on one end waiting for a jerk on the other
4: hey now there you go i like that my 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 full experience with ice fishing comes from uh grumpy old men Uh, (laughs) that's one of the greatest movies ever
1: I know and that's they have whole communities literally I mean it was very accurately portrayed in Grumpy Old Men but unfortunately what's happened over the last uh, several uh, uh, several years a lot of it has to do with global warming our time uh, the ice isn't as safe as it used to be because we've had you know you'll get several you'll get uh several days of uh below freezing weather now then later on this week here in the tundra we're supposed to get up to around 50 it's actually supposed wow. to get rain
4: wow so uh, that's unusual for you guys this time of year isn't it exactly
1: and uh, so, I, I, while I want to, while I want to give Charlotte a, a ration of crap about not wanting to go out on the ice, you can't. Matter is, I'm not. I have no interest in, no, in myself. I can't. am not Jesus Christ. I am not going to walk on water.
4: I do not care <laughs> if it's frozen or not. So. Yeah, but you don't, You don't even shovel your own driveway. So, I mean, come on. You've got. Mm, you're right you've got no standing to talk uh i was driving by going uh, going into the midtown tunnel the other day and i went away that i usually don't go and it's where they store all the uh, support vehicles you know tow trucks and all that maintenance vehicles mm-hmm. for the tunnel and, and its immediate environs and there was a line of snowplow trucks with uh, snow plows on them must have been four or five of them i'm sitting in traffic we're inching our way along and every one of them is brand spanking new now from what i understand the city of new york over the past some odd years before i got back here they're they're getting a little better on top being on top of the snow removal you know they're not they're not being reactive they're being proactive and if there's even a hint and there was a there was talk of these trucks would be there anyway but there was we did have a little 10-15 minute snowfall the air was cold enough the ground was not no accumulation but they do have equipment and you can see it uh the last couple of times we've had snow here before it starts snowing you drive around this city there are salt trucks spread out and uh, snow plow uh, you know the so and i know uh minnesota's got to be like that you got to have everything already. Anyway. So, uh, hey, you ready to bust open a bag of chips?
1: Let's bust open a bag of chips. Here we go.
4: Devin Nunes is quitting Congress.
5: Devin Nunes is leaving Congress.
4: There's no chance of
5: winning. He's going to run Trump's media empire. In order to obtain nude pictures. Trump. Okay, first, Trump doesn't even have a Twitter account, much less a media empire.
4: TV ratings are way down.
5: He's so broke, he uses Putin's Netflix password. Putin was extremely strong and powerful. So, Trump empire?
4: I have some bad news for you.
5: Devin Nunes is a failed dairy farmer. That's correct. He has no experience in tech, except for owning a digital watch and watching porn on his iPhone.
4: It appears like that
5: that happened. His lips, firmly glued to Trump's ass, was going to cost him next fall, so he chose to go all in on Big Lie Part 2. One of the most popular journalists on the right. Uh, I thought we are going to kill everybody. Trump media will be 24-7 Proud Boy white supremacist. Stand back and stand by. Hey, but Trump's media empire already has its first sponsor. Looks like you're not sleeping well. And what will happen to Devin Nunes? You seen Rudy lately? Don't do th- don't do this to me. God damn right.
3: Where is come
1: on so Storming the Capitol! Yeah. Trump cannot wait until this
4: gets open. <clears throat> uh, Trump's Media Empire?
1: Wait. Trump's media empire. I'm assuming that he's talking about social media.
4: I'm assuming. Yeah,
1: well. And I hope I cannot wait because I'm gonna see how long it's all about free speech, remember? All about free speech. I am going to I am going to be the bull in the China shop. And I there are a lot of people that are said I see a lot of people on Twitter and whatnot that said, Oh, we gotta stop but we can't let him have No. Open it up open it up. That's like, um, who was, oh, chip himself, as a matter of fact, suggested that, uh, Bulbert and, uh, and, um, green, the,
0: uh, green, Bobert,
1: well, green too. And, uh, Gates, uh, yeah, Gates, the, um, uh, Gozar, mm-hmm the, the, the Gosarian, uh, <laughs> That they all be booted off of Twitter. No, I got a better idea. Take the shackles off the rest of us and let us at them. Yeah. Open it up. Let let me let me call let me call Bobert a filthy
4: uh horn blower. Okay. <laughs> okay you you walked the line there but
1: let me let me do that let me let me and let other people in there and show her and tell her look bitch you're not welcome both go away but you see the thing is and, and again it's Twitter it's Facebook it's their game their rules I, mm-hmm. I, I get that so whenever you make suggests or whatever you do stuff like that on those platforms, uh
4: you're gonna you're gonna wind up doing time in Twitter jail. That is right. Because how much do you pay to be part of the Twitterverse? it's not a lot of dime. No, a lot so of time. The news it,
1: that happens is I get to watch or get to see a few of their uh uh promoted
4: uh Weeds. i just mute okay. all that stuff i mute it as soon as it comes up yeah. i mute it <coughs> yeah. excuse me uh hey i got a question for you Let's see if i have an answer for you how much is gas where you are gas right now we are in
1: the low three dollar a gallon
4: yeah that's where we. i think i paid 339 yesterday we're not even close to that we're right now we like, the
1: highest i've seen is like three That's the highest. Yeah,
4: that's. Well, my understanding is that gas is now going for well over $7 in California. Have you heard this? Uh, Well, you're about
1: to. Somebody that supposedly pumps his own gas all the
4: time. Yeah, here you go.
2: You look at gas prices. uh, Gasoline was at $1.87 a gallon. And now in California, it's over $7.77 Seven dollars seven seventy seven to be exact, and it's going to be catching up with a lot of other parts of the country.
4: He wouldn't know a gas pump if it hit him in the face and uh yes, yes, of course we we all would there's seven seventy seven and now I'm not gonna say that there there isn't an oddball gas station somewhere in California along the coast.
1: Desert, yeah, or out, you know, somewhere out in the desert where there's no gas stations for, right, you know, right miles in either direction, yeah, I, right. I
4: totally get that. You can see it. I, I mean, it always used to strike me as funny. There's a gas station. If you go to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, as you leave the airport to go north, as soon as you get into Fort Lauderdale. There's a big, big road, State Road 84. It it literally used to be the way to get to the West Coast. Anyway, if you make a right turn, you are in Port Everglades, and we had that is where all the fuel storage is. Uh, the tankers come in, and I it's the place is full, literally, of fuel storage. There is a gas station just outside the entrance to Port Everglades. Also happens to be the first. The first and last gas station you see coming in and out of the airport uh, for rental cars. Without fail, they are always the highest priced gas. Of course. Of and, course. And, and not by just a penny or two. Usually a good 25 to 40 cents. Mm-hmm. And it always struck me as... And, and, but the funny thing is, is that it's, it's not just the location. But right behind it are three huge fuel storage tanks. They could literally run a hose <laughs> from from the tank. They don't even need a truck to to bring it in. They could literally just tap into the tank. <laughs> well, that's, but that's that's, that's the that's the oil industry. I mean, what are we gonna do? It's uh,
1: well, you it's not, and I it, it probably know better than you know, and anybody that drives that drives for a living. And uh, and has to pay for that privilege out of their own pocket. You know, right now I'm paying. I think this is probably the most I've paid in um, in quite a while. I think for the week, I think I paid a little over two. I think it was two hundred twenty. Two hundred twenty dollars.
4: That, that sounds about right.
1: But that's, uh, that's that's the that's about that's right the cost to doing business. It's not, in the grand scheme of things, gas right now is costing me roughly 40 to $50 a week more than it did at this time last year. And this right. time last year, we were in the middle of a pandemic,
4: business was slow. But you weren't making as much either, So actually, <laughs> so actually the percentage of fuel to income was probably higher right you know and so hey before we uh, uh, jump off here I want to take a second to remind folks on Saturdays now uh, during the winter during these cold cold months we've got hot stove baseball here on radio TFI uh, one o'clock and four o'clock eastern we'll be playing uh, we'll be playing baseball games the classic stuff stuff we played uh, during the pandemic uh, we'll be picking them out uh every saturday starting at one o'clock uh stuff ranging from the 30s up till the 70s up through the 70s and uh hope you take a listen and also 10 p.m saturday nights on uh radio tfi 10 p.m eastern we're playing classic concerts this uh last night we played yes from 1974 what a great show and we got a whole bunch of stuff we've got a lot of uh old uh a classic i should say king biscuit flower hour if you know what the king biscuit flower hour you'll enjoy this uh if you don't call us in the second hour and i'll explain it all to you or look it up on your wikipedia but uh we're going to be adding a few more things on saturdays now just to break up the the doldrums of winter but uh yeah hot stove baseball and uh and classic concerts so join us on saturdays for all that and uh I know John likes for those, the baseball. For those, of you
1: didn't, for those of you who didn't know, the team that's uh, known as the Houston Astros wasn't always known as the Astros. No, they were not. It was actually probably one of the most unique names in uh, in sports, the Colt forty fives.
4: That is correct. Uh, they, and then when they moved into the Astrodome, they adopted the name the Astros. And that's yes, kind of yes yesterday, well not at the time. Uh, because that was the first indoor baseball stadium. Uh, yesterday we played a, We played from 1962, the year both teams were started. Uh, we had the New York Mets visiting the Houston Colt 45s in Colt Stadium, as they called it at the time. I was listening to Ralph Geiner. Uh It was the Mets broadcast. But anyway, yeah, join us on Saturdays for that. And uh, we'll, we have a few more things scheduled uh, coming up. We'll talk more about that as, uh, as we progress into the holidays. It's that time. We'll be
1: uh, back with hour number two here. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio
2: TFI.
0: T-F-I.
1: You found the Taxi Stand Hour.
0: The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life.
1: On Radio T-F-I.
0: Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at TaxiStandar, from a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Ready or not, here we come.
1: Stand hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Once again, from the laughcom studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And in the Radio TFI executive tower, where they made that executive decision to air that piece of human, uh, uh vermin, uh, uh, We'll get into it real quick before uh, before we start. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, Anyways, welcome back
4: again, the one and only Ed Van Ness. Once again, good morning, sir. Well, good morning, kids and kittens. And uh, like you, I have my claws out and ready to go. We trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. And uh, uh, I'm ready for some football. Well, I am, too.
1: But I'm, I'm going to tell you something before we get started with this. Uh, I will guarantee you. First off, I'll guarantee you that uh, YouTube and Faceplant will probably uh, yeah I know will probably edit uh, both
4: of uh, both mm-hmm. of those. Uh, it's okay, and it is what it is. I came I across see. I came across the original, which most people don't realize. That that was a song in and of itself. The Monday Night Football theme started out as all my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. Right. And when I played it, I said, okay, I'm going to put this... You know what? Let's put the Monday Night theme song with it.
1: Ed, Ed, I'm going to tell you something. Anybody that's known me for any length of time knows that back 15, 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. I was a huge
4: Hank Williams Jr. fan. Alright, I have been uh, to hold on. No, 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 no. I, because I want you to understand, okay? I am cutting you off here. I didn't even consider the piece of trash he's become. I was more interested in the music and a couple of laughs. I get your point. Yeah, I get your point. Long,
2: I
1: it just I just want to I just want to tell you that I feel I I felt like as a fan, as a mega fan of Hank Jr., I felt like I was kind of betrayed.
4: I I, I see that. I get that.
1: Okay. And I I gotta
4: tell you something. Um yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, uh, let's let's not be down here. This is our two. This is light and fluffy. We played some music. Uh, like I said, people are going to, oh, oh, that song sounds familiar. Of course, that's the Monday Night Football. I, most people don't realize it. That's why I play them. Had nothing to do with Hank and his politics. And again, I'm with you 100% on that. And I'll be quite honest with you, John, I didn't even, it never even entered my mind. I was just oh, like, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. And by the way, the little Monday Night bumper in between, I did that myself. I put that all together. Sure you did. It was a lot of work last you do, night. You do, you do you do fantastic work. Oh, uh, I right? uh, keep going. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's talk about real football, huh? Are you ready? Let's for some do football? This. Are let's you ready for some this. football? <laughs> Will you just start the thing already? It's time for John and Ed versus The spread, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, I'm ready for some football Shannon, Gerald, the computer who wears tennis shoes, and I will each choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two or three point conversion, if We have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's... John and Ed versus the spread. Well, well, well. Let's let's get ourselves up to date on where we stand here. The... uh, Look at that. It's close now, John. Do you see how close it is? John and I are each tied with 18 points. And Gerald... Gerald has caught up spectacularly with 17 points, and uh, let's take a look at how that all transpired last week. Uh, so John picked up two big points last week. He uh, he went against his home team. I went with my home team, who are off this week, by the way. I uh, I struck out mightily, mightily. Uh, I put the, the one that really burns me is Jacksonville. I I knew I should. I I was. I was having trepidations about that game, and I said it. During, the longer I thought about it, the more I thought it was a bad pick. And But I stuck to my guns. Now, our boy Gerald. Look at the week our boy Gerald had. Gerald picked up four points. Not only did he get all three games, but he picked up a two-pointer. Uh, but he went for two with the Chargers over Cincinnati, and boy, oh, boy. Did he did he have a week or what? Hopefully. Oh. Smoke. It was, uh... He could have went... No, he wouldn't have been
1: able to go for three. Why not? He'd have gotten... He'd have crashed if he went for three.
4: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He couldn't have, uh... Well, yeah, no. Uh, No. He he would have, uh... it, It would not have worked out to his liking. And, uh... But... Be that as it may, as we like to say... Uh, excuse me. I'm just getting my, uh... So, let's talk about this week. John, let's start with you. What do you got? This was a tough week
1: because this involved teams that I don't generally follow or pay a a lot of attention to. And as the screen disappeared, um, I do have mine in front of me here. Where uh, the... uh, Let's start with this one here. The... um, The Cowboys are traveling to Washington, D.C. to play the football team, where uh, the Cowboys are four and a half point favorites.
4: I'm going to go ahead and take
1: the Cowboys, give it up four and a half.
4: Okay, uh, I'm going to start not at at the top like I normally would, but those uh, New York football giants who got the ass whooped last week by who beat them? The Miami Dolphins. They go to Los Angeles, they're playing the Chargers. I don't care what the Chargers did last week. I'm taking the Giants giving up. Uh, Getting, getting 10 points. Getting 10 points. Gerald. Boy, Gerald had a week last week, now, didn't he? Gerald, uh, what do you got?
0: Good morning, gentlemen. A show of hands, please. Of all who scored four points last week, if I had hands, I would raise mine. Let's start the week with the San Francisco 49ers visiting Cincinnati. The Niners are giving up a point and a half on the road. Go Niners!
4: Well, there you go. He's taking uh, the Niners, John. Uh, your second pick, please.
1: My second pick: the uh, Denver Broncos are hosting the Detroit Liedowns. Uh, you know, i i almost went with the I almost went with the dog on this one because Detroit suddenly is inspired. But uh, I think I think their candle is uh, getting ready to, to burn out. We're going <laughs> into Denver. They're 10-point dogs. I'm going to take Denver and giving up 10 points.
4: So you mean after one win, you think the tr- they, they had a tie and a win, and that's, that's it for them? I think the party's over. Okay. Uh, my second pick, uh, the New Orleans Saints visit the New York JETS 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 Jets. I am going for two on this one. I am giving up 13.5 points uh, with the Saints uh, because I don't think the Jets can get out of their own damn way. And we, and the Saints will beat them down so badly when they limp into South Florida next week. It it They may have to cancel the game because it'll be so pathetic. Uh, Gerald, your second pick,
0: please. It's time to break this competition wide open. The Baltimore Ravens take on the Cleveland Browns in the shadow of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm going for two with Baltimore, giving up 13 and a half points.
4: Wow, he's he's really looking to pull ahead now, isn't he? John, what do you got? Yeah. Final pick. you, you realize
1: how embarrassing this is going to be if he winds up winning this thing?
4: What's your final pick? <laughs>
1: By the way, just just a quick note on the on the on the Denver Detroit game. Our friend Steve Johnson. What this is an this would be an interesting game for him. He's currently resides in the Denver area as memory serves. But he's from Detroit. And he's from Detroit. Well, well, well. So this would be an interesting game for him. Yeah, it, it certainly. But will. Anyways, anyways. Enough of that. Uh, haven't picked on the Chiefs for a while. We're gonna pick the Chiefs. Uh, Nine and a half point favorites at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs, uh, giving up nine and a half points. It seems like they have finally figured out what the hell they're
4: doing wrong. They've been on on a roll here, so go Chiefs. And I think just the opposite. I think the Raiders are going to roll into Kansas City. And while they may not win, but I think nine and a half points is a nice, nice cushion. So I'm taking the Raiders over the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. Gerald, Gerald's third and final pick. What do you got for us, pal?
0: For my final pick, I'm going all the way. The Chicago Bears visit the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. My tennis shoes and I are going for three. The Packers are being spotted 20 and a half points. Eat my dust, losers. Wow. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> that's pretty ballsy. Look
4: okay, at that. So now wait, a wait
1: a minute. So he is picking,
4: he is picking the Bears to beat the He's, Packers. He, and since the Bears are the underdog, he goes. He gets the minimum, twenty and a half points.
1: All I can say is uh, it was nice. It was nice knowing you while
4: you were close there. it. Right, <laughs> well, let's sum up what we're doing here. Uh... John, John's going with uh, the... the. How about them Cowboys? Dallas Cowboys uh, giving up 4.5 points visiting the Washington football team. Uh, likes the Broncos giving up 10 at home at Mile High over the Detroit lie-downs as we like to say, or as we like to call it, the Steve Johnson Bowl. Uh, the conundrum bowl. John uh, John likes his Kansas City chefs, giving up 9.5 points against the Raiders. Meanwhile... I'm going the opposite way on that game. I like the Raiders getting 9.5 points in Kansas City. I'm also taking the Giants plus 10 in L.A. versus the Chadges. And I'm taking New Orleans. Going for 2. Giving up 13.5 here at MetLife Stadium against the NYJETS Jets, Jets, Jets just end the season. Gerald, meanwhile. Gerald's going for broke here. He's, uh... He's, uh, he's, well, he, he likes San Francisco, giving up a point and a half, visiting the Queen City, Cincinnati, Ohio. And then we get to the meaty stuff. Baltimore visits Cleveland. Gerald takes the Ravens, going for two, giving up 13 and a half points. And finally, the Bears were the underdogs, but Gerald's going for three, taking the Bears, giving up 20 and a half points in the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. So there you have it, kids and kittens. That is John and Ed versus the spread for the week. And, John, what is it we always like to say when it comes to, if you're going to use real money to bet using our picks, what is it we always like to say?
1: Well, if, you, um, if you're if you going to use real money and, and take our word to uh, bet on these games, you're probably the same person who thinks that uh, – the real insurrection was in November, and uh, like Donald Trump says that uh, January that January 6th was just a protest.
4: All right, and with that, that concludes John and <laughs> versus, versus the spread this week. Jeez, what a little, what a little dark there, but uh, okay. okay. Now if Gerald manages to sweep this week, that would be six big points he picks up six big points oh. and uh just so you know there was a meeting of the commissioners during this 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 week and uh we had forgotten to get gerald squared away for the preseason picks of division winners and wild cards. so we got that all squared away and uh yeah. it's interesting some of the picks that a random computer will make yeah <laughs> So and of course that's all bonus points for the end of the season. There's there's nothing that's got nothing to do with the weekly play, but uh yeah, he went he's going going uh going for it all this week. He's getting nasty about it too. Call us a loser. Any idea team. any idea what I want to talk about next? Uh I dunno actually I don't. I am actually oh. I should, but I don't.
1: Well, just I, I think I hinted towards it there towards the end of this last last segment. I don't know that really wasn't
4: a hint. That was a direct. Oh. Point. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm we- gonna I'm gonna put my feet up. You go ahead. Um, hold on. Let's boom, da, 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 da. let's start the rant rant uh, engine. Go ahead, John. It's all fired up, primed,
1: pumped. And I'm going to be as ready for this as I possibly can, keeping in con- consideration my. Oh, are you reading? Multi- no, I'm not. No, I'm not reading. Oh, okay. I read. I read enough of this to make me want to uh, gag in the trash can. Here,
4: <laughs> I, I read enough to gag in the trash can, but not enough to actually understand what it means.
1: Uh, I think anybody. I think anybody can understand uh, understands what this means. Trump was on with Lori Ingram here. Uh, I want to say it was the same interview where he was talking about the gas prices. It
4: Florida was. State. It was.
1: And so he was um, spouting on about how the the uh, real insurrection was in uh, November for the election. And that all that happened on January 6th was just a protest. That's all that was.
4: Yeah, his
1: his his, uh, his speech that was calming. Yes, that had a calming effect on on everybody.
4: I was calm. Were you calm? I no. I tell you, I was. You, I was not. Go ahead, I, continue.
1: And the 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 there are people that are actually. Oh yeah, hey there. Yeah, you know that's right. Thanks, Donnie. That was a good that. That's true. You know, can't, uh Weighed in on on um, Facebook on the uh, promo that I laid there. Trump was right. Um, our buddy, our buddy, the Canadian Trump train on Twitter. Uh, he posted something, but then for some reason it got—I don't know if he took it down or if Twitter shot it down, but. Uh, He posted a reply uh, uh, basically along the same lines. Uh, Listen. I, for one, have just about had enough of this talk of how the election was rigged against Donald Trump. Because first off, I'll tell you what. Had Trump would, had Trump not come into this election in 2016, had he not could he come in, remember saying that if he won, it'd be all great, but if he lost, there had to have been something wrong.
4: He said had the same. Win. He said the same thing leading up to the election last year, and right then and there, you knew this was not. He was not going to go quiet into that good night.
1: Of course not. I of mean, course, you know it
4: before, but
1: This is But the problem is, is people Are listening Are paying attention to this They're saying, yeah, <laughs> excuse me, yeah Pardon me while I uh, While I get To cough up a lung there
4: Take your time, it's only live radio Yeah, exactly
1: um, I'm telling you the the people who are the committee who's investigating the January 6th riot they need to get off they need they need to start producing some results I've been patient with them I think a lot of Americans have been patient it's time we it's time to start getting sus, 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 subpoenas we need to start getting. People put behind, and not not just the peons that were there. We need to start getting the uh, the Lauren Boeberts, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the uh, Gates, uh, Gozar. The list goes on. These people need to be held accountable for their actions leading up to. The sixth, including Rudy Giuliani, including none other than Donald Trump. This needs to happen. We need to start getting serious about this. Because you know it's gonna wind up happening, because it happens in every political cycle, does not matter. Sadly, unless there's some miracle from 2022. Republicans are probably going to wind up gaining control of the house and then this whole committee is just going to be completely buried mm-hmm. they're going to stall things and things are going to get buried we need to start producing the results
4: so um, what quite so, ra- so what quite you're frankly, saying I'm sorry quite frankly they
1: just in simple terms
4: they need to shit or get so what you're suggesting, if, I, if I'm understanding you correctly, is that we should all get together and go to Washington and, I don't know, maybe a couple thousand of us and go to the Capitol as a group, thousands of us, and, and insist that we be able to go inside to speak to the January 6th Commission. If I, did I say anything like that? No, I'm saying that. Okay. I'm 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 bringing it full circle. We may have to attack the capital to get them to look into people attacking the capital. Oh
1: well, geez, you know, if we are throwing a few black people, there'll definitely be some. Uh, uh, Maybe two somethings. Yeah, exactly.
4: By the way, just uh, before you continue on, a little, little couple of details here. Only 7% of the January 6th insurgents were jobless, and more than half of the group had a white-collar job or owned their own business. They were doctors, architects, a Google field ops specialist, the CEO of a marketing firm, a State Department official, and uh, I quote, the last time America saw middle-class whites involved in violence was the expansion of the second KKK. So there's something to. Chew on.
1: Yeah, they need to get on it. This commission needs to kick it up a notch.
4: Yeah, well, um,
1: while while we still while there's still support, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, the other thing that's happening is is that you know we are a microwave news society these days. If we if we want, we want instant results and i and i'm pushing that kind of my but this is far from instant this is you know we can't in this case what's what's going to wind up happening is, is this country's going to wind up losing interest we're going to have the next big the next big things coming in suddenly there's not going to be the taste for doing this anymore. There's going to be a lot of people who are responsible for a lot of bad things. They're going to wind up going uh, unpunished for it, mm-hmm. and I'm truly afraid of that. Well, so. and that's all the rant I
4: can come up with right now. Well, yeah, really I mean, I mean, it's valid viewpoints, and from the outside, it does seem that that things are moving glacially slow, and I. All I can do is keep up the hope that what's going on behind the scenes is what needs to be done. Justice moves very slowly. And again, you want to do it the right way and not be... Now, my understanding is that it's because of all the little people, as you put it. They've had 250, 275 people already come in and testify. Not the big names. But they're able to take this testimony they don't need uh, Steve Bannon to say anything. They've already got enough. They can, uh, they've got cases against everybody based on a little bit from here, a little bit from there, from people involved and all that. So, I think that when, when it's all laid out there, the convictions will come. Uh, And, always remember, vote in 22 so that we don't have to worry about it. Okay? That's,
1: we, that's a valid
4: point. We need a definitive Democratic majority in both the House and the Senate to make sure what happened never happens again. We got an uphill climb because as Democrats, we're, we, 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 we turn the other cheek. And the modern day republican is more than happy not only to, not only to slap that cheek too but also kick you in the shins once for good measure uh, they are not to be trusted i'm sorry i'm not saying individual people who you know have a different viewpoint from me are not to be trusted i'm talking about the people that we that we've said okay you can you can represent us i, I mean they're not interested in governing they're interested in power period they're interested in power and and they've they've drank the Kool Aid on Trump, and uh, you know they're running around like nuts. So so this November, and it is now this November. It's less than a year away. Uh, if you're not going to vote for Ed, which I highly recommend you do for Congress, not that Senate thing, that's six years. But vote out your Republican Congress people vote out your Gosars vote out your Greens your Boberts your Geatses. and uh, we got to get rid of them I've got no problem with Republicans in Congress I got a problem with uh, Republicans who are batshit crazy and calling for things that are just I, 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 we know who they are we know who they are and uh, I got to yeah. say I got to say one more thing I just sometimes I miss the time when there was one only one idiot per village,
1: you know. And I got to thinking about this here, and this is a, this is another one. Uh, we lost. Um, I don't know if you remember or if if you mentioned uh, him when uh, uh, when we were talking about the notable people that passed away. Uh, but I don't know if you mentioned Bob Dole or oh, not. Sure. I forgot
4: sure yeah. i meant nesmit dole and Ann rice okay okay
1: i'm sorry i only had one channel working so i uh <laughs> i didn't
4: hear that i guess wait a minute wait a minute. Uh, never mind never <laughs> mind you just ignore me huh? well <laughs> there's always that too always that. <laughs> i'm i'm actually surprised you have one channel on for me well, <laughs> me too. Unfortunately, I haven't figured Ooh. out how to shut the Ooh. second one down. Ooh. And I was feeling bad about Gerald picking on you. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, you were saying Bob Dole.
1: Bob Dole. Another one who wouldn't be welcome in today's Republican. Oh, party. no. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think people realize just how important that was. There was a time when Republicans actually stood for something. I didn't agree with everything that Republicans right,
4: stood for. but that time is gone. Yeah,
1: and I will tell you once again. This is an open note, an open letter to the people. Open letters, the closed circuit. That's better. That's a better way to put it. Hmm. I'm to not the, sure. To the Liz Cheney's, to the uh, uh, Kucinich, or not say what? Uh, I'm trying to think of his name now. Kinsley.
4: Kasich. No, Kinsley. Not Kinsley. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name either.
1: Um, it, it, people that have an R by their name who aren't off the deep end when it comes to Donald Trump. I'm not, uh, Ed says. Never voting for another Republican nope. as long as nope. he lives. And I, nope, hey, nope. I I understand that. All I'm telling the Republican Party to do is flush itself of Trump, flush itself of Trumpism, send these seditionists, send these uh, white supremacists back to the shithole where they belong. And
4: I might consider... It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, John. Because as long as, long as there are people backing Trump, okay, you're going to have. Uh, and I know that there are Republicans out there that want no part of this, but they're petrified. See, the problem is they all want to be reelected. They're not looking to do the right thing, they're looking to be reelected. Suck it up, Buttercup. If you get primaried out, oh, well, you get primaried out okay but we gotta start standing up to them not we I already stand up to them John stands up to them you gotta stand up to your own people I understand that's difficult at times but you know enough is enough uh, you're out there you just you just have to uh, show some balls you can't you can't be Susan Collins well I think he's learned his lesson I really do yeah <laughs> Jesus. There's yeah, one that I'm needs to be voted out. She needs to be escorted out. <sighs> She's just a... She is useless. Useless. You know... What uh, else do we have in our little bag of... Uh, our little bag of goodies well, here. Well, I got... I, I, let, let, let's knock out another bag of chips before we uh, before we do anything else. And I got one other one that's, that's pretty uh, cute.
5: Okay. But they are sort of locked in this cage of fear. Why are Republicans afraid of Trump? Tell you what I really think of Donald Trump. Two possibilities. Either Trump, a bitter, cheating, traitorous, lying son of a sow, who turned his back on everyone, including his family, has somehow managed to cow decent Republicans into submission with mob-like threats of personal reprisal or... Republicans are simply cowardly little pricks. They are who we thought they were. Not all Republicans. This is Liz Cheney. She's a real conservative whom I would argue threatens the social fabric of America. You might remember her father. Join me. But apparently out of 200 plus Republicans in the House, she's the only one with the balls to call out tiny fingers. Said I had small hands. And I can't help but love her just a little bit. There was a time where we could have a healthy debate about issues before this fat cracker shit the bed and darkened the American landscape. I don't know what I said. And even though he's a bucket of KFC away from a permanent horizontal position the fact remains the GOP has a tumor and it's spreading goddamn right
4: well that I forgot that was there uh, amazingly interestingly on point very much very uh, of the conversation we were having so there you go so once again chip comes through uh before we get going I got one more that I want to uh not not the chip you're seeing up there. But this struck me as so funny. This is, uh... This is God's tech support. Take a listen.
3: Yes, yes, well, you don't really need to thank us for that. We don't have any say who wins a People's Choice Award. Yeah, it's right there in the name. <laughs> All right, okay, thanks, bye-bye. Amen. <laughs> Hello, God's tech support. No, sorry, he's busy. How can I help? Pandemic. Sure. Awful. Let's just check. I see here we did send you some scientists and doctors. And it looks like they've come up with some simple ways to help end the pandemic vaccines, masks, simple stuff. Ah, you don't trust them. And the reason? Some politician's podcast hosts, and someone on Facebook said not to. I see. Okay, so let's see if I understand this correctly. Um, There's a pandemic that's killed millions worldwide. You have the solutions to help end the pandemic, but you don't want to. Don't worry. Don't worry. I think I know what the issue is. You have what we in tech support call a 1D10T problem. (laughs) That's right. That's right. If you could just write that down. Yeah. One D one zero T. That's right. It does look like it spells idiot. Hey, I think we're gonna have to reboot Earth. <laughs>
4: very, very, very <laughs> What more could we possibly do?
1: <sighs> well, I'm gonna uh, ready for another mini rant?
4: Sure, we got 18 minutes Good, good, hopefully I don't take all of it Hopefully you do
1: Well I've got to tell you something My friend Uh oh Uh, As I said at the top of the show I I came down with a case of uh, Influenza A Myself
4: Okay uh,
1: I have felt like absolute dog manure for roughly the entire week. Okay. I got my flu shot. Okay. Um, I'm thinking to myself had I not got this flu shot I'd be feeling a lot worse than I do right now maybe even in the hospital. Mm. My, My point of this is my point about this is, is that I think what we've realized—the the one common theme about the about the uh, pandemic and about uh, vaccinations and whatnot—is that they're there for your protection. They're not going to, if you wind up coming in contact with somebody that has it. You might not get ill or might not get very seriously ill, but you still stand a chance of passing it on to somebody else, even if you personally are vaccinated. So my point in this is, is I just, I cannot, I cannot anymore stay behind uh, the whole idea of the mandatory, the mandatory vaccinations, the mandates and everything like that. There's enough evidence out there right now that every person and every avenue, every media avenue has had it where if you are vaccinated, the chances are pretty good that even though you might even contract COVID, it is not going to be as serious as had you not gotten the vaccination. But we ca- look, there are enough people out here in this country and worldwide, quite frankly, who won't do something just because I told you you had to do it. Mm-hmm. I'll look at I'll give you. I'll give you the I'll give you the example of seatbelts. Right. seatbelts have always always been a good idea
4: mm-hmm.
1: always been a good idea but when somebody finally made it a law and said that I had to do it I said screw you pal uh uh-uh. uh I have to get in and out of my car too many times during the course of my day at the time I was a hell of a lot fatter than I am now believe it or not Was a pain in the ass getting that seatbelt around back and forth and whatnot. What you know, what finally got me to start wearing seatbelts? Do tell is when cars started, wouldn't stop dinging. You didn't have that little warning signal constantly going in your ear ding, 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 ding. Okay, okay. I'll wear the damn belt.
4: And now you wouldn't know what to do without it.
1: Right. You're, you're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. I've but always been well, a fan.
4: I- but just to stay on, on your little track there, I've always been a fan of the seatbelts, never mind wearing them at all. Uh, but I've seen people go out of their way. I've had, I had drivers, I would walk up to them and see them in a car I owned, a cab I owned. They're under the seat. Or in in the fuse box trying to disconnect the bell. And I'd say, then what the hell are you doing? I don't want to listen to the bell. Fine, wear your seatbelt. I don't want to wear the seatbelt. Then you got a problem. That's my car. You're destroying my car. And uh, I had guys who would do the seatbelt behind the back thing. And my favorite, my favorite was, you know, with the Crown Vic bucket seats. They would take the seatbelt from the passenger seat. And bring it over and put the male end into the female end. No, no, no. That, the, I told people, look, first off, it's the law. You have to wear a seatbelt. Second off, if you don't want to wear it, you're a big boy. You'll just be paying me for a windshield that you go through. Third off, you do not take any alternative measures because then you're damaging my car. You don't put it behind the seat. You don't put it behind you. You don't want to wear it? Don't wear it. But Ed, the belt, that's, that's on you that's on you now as far as I I know where you're going with this and uh, oh you can't tell me I I was I've been thinking actually this just popped into my head I I think this is the new analogy I'm going to use because you hear this a lot from folks well you know this one got it I had it I had COVID and I didn't die and okay many 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 people have been shot and didn't die A lot of people have been shot and have died. What does that tell us about bullets? Nothing. It speaks about aim. Sometimes you're going to die, sometimes you're not. But you don't know if you're going to die or not from that bullet. That bullet could kill you, wound you, etc. It could go right by you. and never touch you. But you will do everything you can to avoid that bullet now, won't you? are you uh, you're not going to take the chance that the bullet will whiz right by you or that it will only wound you you're going to run hide put on a a bullet resistant clothing whatever it is you can do to avoid that bullet think of covid as a live round of ammunition and you're going to do everything you can it may miss you completely which is good news but are you willing to take that chance Outside of a few nutballs on this planet, I'm going to say most people would say no. You're not willing to take that chance, and you'll do everything in your power. But hey, we're not talking about bullets here. Yes, we are. A bullet can get into your system and and wreak all kinds of havoc without actually killing you itself. But it can create things, and that's what COVID does. It gets into your respiratory system, and man, you know, it's not. That's not what's killing you. It's the effect it's had on other things. So please, people, please, you know, it's for your own good. But if you know, go find a effing island someplace. I mean, I'm well, so sick of it.
1: That, that that's my that's that's my point about that. I still getting the. I still am happy I got the vaccination. If they turn around and tell me, say, in another six months that I have to get another booster,
4: I'll be right there, first in the line. And by I the way, even. and by the way, for those of you wondering, has Ed, has, has Ed had his booster yet? No, he has not. Uh, I finish up this job a week from Wednesday, which means I will be COVID tested one, two, three, four, five more times between oh. now and then i plan on going uh the week between christmas and new year's this way i'm not working i'll be off and i have time to be miserable for a day and i'm okay being miserable for a day it's i plan for it it's usually sunday but uh, yeah well yeah, the way it's been Well, I actually be that horrible, but anyway uh so i i'm gonna do that i got a lot of things I'm, i want to get done over the month of january but oh fear not ed's getting his booster there's no question. And like John, you know, if they say you need another one, I get another one. Why? Because if they tell me, oh, here, uh, not only here's the Kevlar vest, but we're going to give you this steel shield to protect mm-hmm. you from the bullets. Guess what? Ed's taking the shield. Damn yeah, I'm right. I, I, look, but I, with the I shield, you don't need see. the Kevlar vest. Fine. As long as, you know, they It'll get better the, as we go along.
1: Should, yeah. You are tri- You are protected beyond. I, I I believe in the protection. I believe in the science behind the vaccination.
4: I I, like, I. I. I kind of. I kind of blacked out there. I zoned out. I was napping. Did I make a valid point?
1: You made a very
4: valid point. Man, I'm going to have to replay and listen to that because I don't. I have no recollection of it whatsoever.
1: Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> <laughs> No listen man i I just I'm not going to get I can't waste my personal time and space getting upset with people that aren't vaccinated. Um, I'm not gonna and I am not going to go through any extra protection mechanism to protect the unvaccinated. I've done my part. I've got mm-hmm. my vaccines. I've done what I can to protect myself, protect my family.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm doing what I can on my end here. If you don't want to get your, get the vaccination, you do you, boo.
4: That's, okay. really where, that's really where it comes down to now. And uh, what saddens me is that when I do go back to work, I'm going to have to restart this whole thing of listening to people go, oh, I don't need the vaccine. They can fire me if they want.
1: Good. Look, I I don't really care If businesses I don't feel sorry for people Who are being fired By private businesses I'm beginning to I'm beginning to understand that maybe The federal mandates You know uh, As far as making Businesses enforce A vaccination policy That might be A bridge it too far bridge of, it, it might be You know, and I understand the reasoning behind it, you know. um, Look, hey, I look at it this way. The vast majority of the unvaccinated are the ones that vote for Trump and that crew.
4: That's right.
1: So, hey, if if a few more of
4: them uh, kick
1: the bucket, we may all live in a better world. Oops. Did I say that? Oops.
4: Did I say it out loud? You damn right, and I'll say it again if I need to. Apropos of nothing, and that was well said, John. But apropos of nothing, just because I have this on my my script. And by the way, one of us keeps a written script to uh, to one keep of track. Doesn't need a written script. <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's not even go there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could spend the next five minutes going on about that. But my grandpa used to tell me when one door opens... I'm sorry, let me start that again. My grandpa used to tell me when one door closes, another one opens. He was a great man, but a horrible cabinet maker. (laughs) You know, we still don't have that sound effect. I have it somewhere. I just don't have it at the ready. At the ready. So here we are. We've got... Oh, five minutes. Uh huh. Five minutes to go on the big show. The big big show. And uh Okay. I got a little something for for to kill a little time. Sure.
1: So how many how many fast food joints you got right
4: around you there? Right around me? Well, within walking or an easy drive. Oh well let's see. We have a McDonald's, we have a White Castle, we have a Wendy's. Uh a couple of pe- bunch of pizza joints. Uh, that's really. I, I, there's a subway somewhere. There's a subway, not terribly there's far. There's a subway but, everywhere. Well, <laughs> no, you're not. By the way, I, I'm going to do a mini rant on Subway. Many, many years ago, Subway changed their ham from real good, God fearing American ham to Canadian ham. I don't like the ham. Uh, and then in the past year or so, and I don't know why, I can't get an answer why they stopped selling roast beef. Go again, go uh, go
1: back here uh, uh, in the uh, in the next week or two if you get a chance. I we got beef back on in in our market. Really, okay, yeah.
4: because that kind of limited me down to for what I like to uh, tuna. And their meatballs, and their steak subs. I like their little their little cheese steak subs. But... Uh, Were yeah, you a I, big Subway Club fan? No, no. Yeah, I was for a little while, but... Um, but anyways, a- okay,
1: so what do you think about... When you go into these fast food places, what do you mm-hmm. think about the
4: service you've been receiving? I think it's been pretty good, actually. Honestly, I... I I believe it's, I I actually believe it's been better. There's always going to be a bump in the road. You're going to get somebody who's new or is about to quit and doesn't give a flying rats behind. But honestly, Mm. I I think it's been pretty, pretty consistent. Uh, I don't go to them as often as I used to. I I mean, you know, occasionally I'll I'll run through McDonald's and grab breakfast, but, uh, honestly, it's been better. It's been better. I've seen worse. I've seen worse. Uh, what, what brings you to this point uh, there? Well, brother? the reason... Uh,
1: I went through a Burger King drive through It's been a couple of weeks now.
4: Well, there's your first mistake. They had, a
1: sign, uh, they had a sign up in their window basically saying, we're shorthanded. Please try to be nice to the people that... Uh, okay. That are here. That are working. That are here. Uh, and then it dawned on me just as i was coming up at this point i came i had to come up with another one i
4: you've heard of discount tire correct i've heard of discount tires yeah um it's a there, chain We have a. it's a
1: chain okay big chain here in this part in this neck of the woods um i was having tire issues i have uh, i had a bad sensor in one that it needed to get replaced and then i uh had another one and actually another tire picked up a nail i don't do my own tires so but i have spent over three and a half years or so i have spent nearly four thousand dollars on tires and various equipment with discount tire i did expect and I felt like I was getting blown off because with the
4: service work, they didn't want to. They didn't all right, want to mess all right let, let let me ask a couple of oh, questions. Let me the
1: point. Let me finish the point real quick, please. Okay, go ahead.
4: Um,
1: I sent a tweet out about it. I said I'm not really happy. I'll be damned if Discount Tire didn't. I did, I did I did see that i did and, and hats off to them but now that.
4: but i gotta ask very quickly here with the limited time we have is it the same shop you go to all the time no i okay it it, no. it, it, it really shouldn't matter i'm just asking is like when you drove in do they like, oh yeah here's john and the cat the cabbie or you know so but you went to one of their other locate you went to one of their locations went to three actually four different locations trying to get this taken care of wow
1: and listen wow. all they got to do is pull up a, you know enter my phone number into their little system right. i'm right 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 no i get it i get it i get it But they took care of it they made it right and i uh, hey thank you very much four new
4: sensors tire fixed and rotated, but you shouldn't have had to go through people. that. You shouldn't have had to go through that, yeah, and that's uh, you're, you're right. I I agree. Customer but- service is a bear. Okay, we've we've both worked with the public for many, 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 many years now, and
1: is what it is. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us. This is two hours flew by pretty wrong, quick.
2: Well, that guy over I there, that's all around the I'm, judge. I'm begging you, baby, won't you please?
5: Stop? I got the money.
2: You talk too much. See ya! I can't believe